0: Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, June 3rd, 5.46 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures up two cents at 7.32 and a quarter. December corn unchanged at 6.94 and a quarter. July soybeans down 10, 17.19 and a quarter last. November soybeans down seven and three quarters at 15.34. July Chicago wheat down two at 10.56 and a half last. July Kansas City wheat up two and three quarters at 11.46 and a quarter. July spring wheat up seven and a half at 12.06. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit that like button, leave me a comment, and uh, let me know what sort of uh, crop progress or conditions you're seeing in your neighborhood. If you'd like some additional information from me, go to my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. My morning email goes out before 6 a.m. Central. Tons of information in there. Overnight headlines. Check out charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. Uh, You'll also get my subscriber-only videos. Guys, on Sundays during the growing season, I blast out a weather video. If there's any big change in the models, and I believe that there's an implication for the market, I will let you know on Sunday uh, before that Sunday night open, and those are some of the most popular videos I do. There will be one of those out uh, this Sunday, of course. Uh, Yesterday, I did a subscriber-only video regarding uh, the December corn contract and tried to answer this question, are new highs still possible? possible. You know, we've seen this nasty $0.70 sell-off in the December corn contract uh, since the highs were posted back in mid-May. I went through a whole bunch of data uh, charts throughout the years and and looked at some corrections similar to this around this time of year and tried to see if there was any precedent for a return uh, to contract highs here during, you know, June, July, or August. If you guys are interested in this premium content, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, no other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. Drought in key US agricultural areas has been reduced and fairly drastically in some areas. USDA released weekly drought data yesterday, so we've seen a a pretty steady decline. Um, When you look at percentage of U.S. crops located in drought and compare them to where we were in like mid-March, this is how it looks. Uh, 19% of U.S. corn areas experiencing a drought, that number was 36% in mid-March. 10% of U.S. soybean areas experiencing a drought, that number was 25% in mid-March. Winter wheat, were at 54%, that number was 70% in mid-March. Spring wheat, twenty five percent versus forty one in mid March. So where has your relief been? I've got a side by side here. So here's your current map. If you're watching on YouTube, you've seen a lot of relief in Iowa, in particular. A lot of Iowa was drought stricken here back in mid March, and now that is just not the case. You've got this this western or northwestern section of Iowa that's still dry, but a lot of relief in Iowa. A lot of relief in northern Illinois, uh, southern Wisconsin. Uh, you look at eastern Kansas, eastern Oklahoma. You've seen relief. Uh, some of South Dakota, a lot of North Dakota has seen some relief. Southern Minnesota has seen some relief. Uh, so this drought situation has improved and I think will continue to improve. So no, I I don't think this is going to be 2012 all over again. Uh, we've got rain in the forecast, as a matter of fact, for a lot of the areas that are still drought stricken. So a lot of Nebraska, which is very, very dry. Uh, a lot of Kansas, uh, a lot of Western Iowa expected to see rains here over the next seven days. And these are going to be Um, uh, some decent rains in terms of accumulation. I mean, a lot of uh, almost all of Kansas, a very good chunk of Nebraska, a lot of Western Iowa should see at least two inches of rain uh, in total over the next seven days. So not only has drought uh, been reduced, but I think it will continue to be reduced here over the next seven days. And that's if these forecasts uh, hold up, of course. Missouri has been wet. They have no drought issues in Missouri, but they're going to see more rains and some of these areas could be too wet. Uh, Eastern Corn Belt or say Illinois and further east. We'll see only minimal rainfall here over the next seven days. When you look at your six to 10 and eight to 14 day maps, there's nothing threatening here at all. So I I think that the the market right now is reading these forecasts as being a bearish input in regard to the markets. We've got most of the crop planted, and rain, again, is is now a good thing, whereas a couple weeks ago it was a bad thing when we were trying to get crops planted. So the 6 to 10, I mean, you're looking for above normal rainfall for a lot of the Corn Belt, uh, barring like Minnesota and and North Dakota. Below normal temperatures, just about everywhere. 8 to 14 days, kind of similar. Above normal for the central and eastern Corn Belt, mostly normal for the western Corn Belt, and then below normal temperatures uh, is that will continue. And again, I, I talked about this yesterday. I think these below normal temperatures are something that may become an issue for some areas. It's just been too cool in, in some of these areas, especially in the north. Uh, they're going to need some heat at some point. But for the moment, I think the market reads the forecasts as being a bearish input. Now, any shift to the forecast, of course, this time of year is a huge deal when it comes to the markets. If you come in on Sunday and all of a sudden things look hot and dry, you um, the markets will rally on that. Uh, that would be my guess. Now, you never know when these forecasts are going to flip-flop, and they may never flip-flop. You may it may see a, an uninterrupted streak here of, of generally favorable and wet forecasts for the next six weeks, and you may not get your weather, uh, weather event or crop scare rally, but you could, and the forecasts are always uh, subject to change, of course. U.N. officials are in Moscow today to discuss grain exports. U.N. aid chief Martin Griffiths will meet with Russian officials just a few days after another senior U.N. official supposedly had constructive talks with Moscow. A U.N. spokesperson said this, The situation remains fluid. The secretary general and the two main people he has tasked to work on this, uh, Rebecca Grinspan and Martin Griffiths, we will do and go anywhere we need to go to push this project forward. Uh, the interface, News Agency Overseas reported yesterday that vessels carrying grain can leave Ukraine, according to uh, Russia's defense ministry, via humanitarian corridors, and that Russia is get, is ready to guarantee their safety. I still think that a lot of people are questioning this because it, it still appears to me that the West is going to have to provide some sanction relief for any of this to be realized. You've also got big-time damage to Ukrainian infrastructure. But again, just, just the discussion or possibility of grain exports resuming, even if it's in the future. Uh, I think is a bearish factor for the markets. I think it causes large speculators to exit. And I think we've seen uh, some of that here to some extent. US ethanol production saw a big improvement last week. Weekly output 1.071 million barrels per day that was up almost 6 percentage points on the week. This was the best seasonal print on record and the best week weekly production number for ethanol since December of last year. Ethanol stocks declined uh, more than 3% on the week. They are near last year's level, still kind of high but they're trending lower seasonally. Uh, and and that trend lower began with a peak back in late March. Gasoline demand was up 2% on the week. Uh, It's about 2% below the same week last year, but despite record high gas prices, your gasoline demand has really not seen uh, a material decline to this point. And I'll talk about gas prices here in a second. But uh, ethanol production, really good. Margins are really good. Should be positive to the tune of 30 to 40 cents per gallon uh, across the Corn Belt, given spot prices of corn, ethanol, DDGs, uh, inputs, all that stuff. USDA reported a flash sale of soybeans to Pakistan yesterday. A buyer that you don't see on the flash sale sheet every day. U.S. exporters sold them 352,000 metric tons of soybeans. That's about 13 million bushels of that total, 16% for old crop, 84% for new crop delivery. US gasoline and diesel prices hit record high levels again yesterday. The average US retail gasoline price hit 4.76 per gallon versus 4.20 last month and 3.04 the same week last year. The average US diesel price hit a fresh record high of 5.58 per gallon yesterday versus 5.37 last month and 3.19 last year. That's all according to AAA data. OPEC and its allies agreed to increase oil output in July and August by a larger than expected amount yesterday. That's a factor that uh, cooled prices momentarily, but crude came back and finished the day higher. So uh, no real impact there. U.S. gasoline stocks are the lowest seasonally since 2014. Distillate stocks, which is diesel essentially, are are the lowest seasonally since 2005. U.S. diplomats uh, working to arrange a presidential visit to Saudi Arabia in order for President Biden to discuss the oil situation uh, with the Saudi leader, So it's going to be uh, very tough to see any reduction in inflation when these uh, fuel prices continue to surge like this. We do have an export sales report from USDA due out this morning. Uh, in regard to corn, old crop sales expected 125 to 400. New crop corn sales expected 100 to 300. Soybeans, old crop sales expected 100 to 400. New crop 100 to 600,000 metric tons. Wheat sales uh, should be about nothing for old crop that mark year is now over. Uh, New crop wheat sales expected 200 to 350. The cattle market had a really nice day yesterday, higher in live cattle, sharply higher in feeder cattle. Cash cattle has uh, reverted lower to some extent. There was some 135 in the south, some 138 in the north. That June board's still south of 134, so cash still above futures here. Uh, First notice date for June Board, uh, the June board is, is next week. Uh, the US dollar is about flat. Uh, S&P is down 23 points ahead of the cash open. The Dow Jones down 120. Bonds are off. Precious metals mixed. Crude oil down 78 cents in the July WTI at 116.08. Have a great weekend, guys. Um, I will talk to you Monday.